0: Having an online business is 90% marketing, and I always say only 10% product creation. So the marketing part can be a lot more difficult for folks than actually creating the product to sell
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Destiny Cop of destinycop.com. Dr. Destiny, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Gretch, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you today.
2: Yes, super excited to have <laughs> you on as well. You have so much wealth and knowledge. And before we jumped into getting to hear a little bit more about that, mm-hmm. I wanted to read a little bit more about Dr. Destiny so you can hear about all the awesome things that mm-hmm. she's doing. And Dr. Destiny is a business and marketing coach who helps business owners scale their digital product revenue with automated sales funnels and reduce their reliance on services or freelance work. She is a college marketing professor turned online entrepreneur and a wannabe Serena-like tennis player. She is the host of the Course Creators MBA podcast and the creator of the One Click MBA membership. Dr. Destiny, I want to hear all about your tennis prowess. No, no, I'm just joking. It's great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community?
0: I am ready to go.
2: Awesome. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit. I know it's actually on to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Yeah, i happy to jump in here. So I actually graduated from college with an accounting degree, which is not anything about what I'm doing today. So I just mentioned that. So folks are like, you know, can I switch careers? Well, I've done that several times. So it's perfectly fine. I eventually made my way into marketing and worked in corporate marketing for many years and got burnt out. Like many of you probably listening to this can relate to. And I really took a year off and kind of looked at my life and said, what do I want to do? And at that point in time, Teaching online was just getting started. And I love teaching. Like, I love helping people. I love being an educator. And that's when I moved into teaching at the college level. This is when online courses were just getting started, if you can believe that. This was back in the dark (laughs) ages around 2005. And I did that for many, many years. Started out as a adjunct faculty member and then kind of worked my way up to an associate vice chancellor of academic affairs at the university level. And I got burned out again. And it had always been my dream to own my own business. And that's what I was like, you know what? I've got to do it now. It's like now or never. And that's when I made that transition into, you know, setting up my own personal brand and helping others create online courses and digital products.
2: Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I definitely think you gave a lot of hope for people, especially when you reach that burnout place, because I think so many times we we think that we're kind of stuck in, you know, whatever it is that we're doing and we can't do those, pivot, we can't do those changes, but I love how you've been able to kind of pivot and, and, you know, it sounds like hit the ground running in so many different ways.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've changed my career so many times. I can't, I can't even remember at this point.
2: Yeah, that it sounds like it. And it makes so much sense because I even, you know, when you mentioned, you know, having that background in accounting, I've always heard that accounting is kind of like, you know, the story of your numbers. So being able to have that, I imagine mm-hmm. you'll probably be able to converse with people on a really deep level. And I even feel like marketing has turned into a lot less of forcing people to do something, but more of being a professor, being an expert, showing what it, you know so that you can kind of guide and help people. So I, I definitely can hear how those transferable skills kind of it seems like they spill over to what you're doing.
0: You know, marketing, you know, marketing is about educating people. It is about taking them along that journey, if you would, and helping them. So it it has all kind of pulled together, if you would.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to drill down a little bit more here, how it kind of pulled together. Could you take us through how you work with your clients? And we'd love to hear more about what you cover in your podcast and how you kind of help to, to empower and and, and uh, educate and, and People.
0: Yeah. So I'll I'll dig into this and I think this will be an interesting story for folks. So, my Mm -hmm. main personal brand is the destinycop.com. And from that, uh, you know, our main brand there, we help business owners, as you mentioned, scale with digital products and evergreen sales funnels. But from that personal brand, I've also launched other brands to kind of build upon that and kind of fill in some niches where we needed to help others. So, you know, in, in terms of that, what I would tell people, just because you start out doing something, it doesn't mean that you can't expand your portfolio or add other products and services to it, or even other businesses like what we've done with our main brand. And they all kind of tie in together because what we were finding is, is that, you know, we have this main brand, we have this, you know, main product and service that we have, which is helping people build you know, online courses and memberships, and sell them with automated sales funnels. But people were coming to us, and they were needing, you know, they were needing somebody to actually do their their sales funnel for them. So that's when we launched our agency to do that. It, you know, and just just pieces like that that have helped us grow over the years. But really, at the core of that is listening to our customers. And figuring out, you know, how we can help them, but also staying true to some of our core values. Marketing is, or having an online business is 90% marketing, and I always say only 10% product creation. So the marketing part can be a lot more difficult for folks than actually creating the product to sell.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it kind of sounds like, you know, there's shades of the the book, The E-Myth, where a lot of people don't realize that they have the expertise, they have mm-hmm. the knowledge, they want to know the course, but they forget about that integral piece. Like you said, the marketing piece, the marketing sales and, and all of those aspects, actually mm-hmm. turning people from viewers or, or people that are listening to actually becoming clients is something that you have to kind of maybe spend, uh, like you said, a bulk of your, your time and energy in terms of doing. What would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself, the business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: So I love this question. And this is something I'm very passionate about. And, and I don't know, it's not once once I mention it, you're going to be like, well, yes, but you know, I have br- brought this into everything I do in my life. And that is outsourcing. So I don't grocery shop. I don't clean my house, <laughs> you know, I don't just go out and do shopping, you know, Amazon comes to our house several times a week. And I've also in my business, I, we outsource, you know, we use people on Fiverr, people on Upwork, just, you know, contractors that we've used over the years where we don't have that internal expertise in the house. And that has really helped us grow our business and meet our customer need. And, you know, and not having, you know, even from a personal standpoint, you know, not having to worry about, you know, is the house clean when somebody's coming over or, you know, I, you know, I need to run to the grocery store, just having, you know, all of that delivered or having somebody come to your house to do it has make a made a huge difference in my life.
2: Yeah, and I appreciate you talking about that from a personal and a business standpoint because I think so many times we forget about that aspect.
0: Yeah, so our core values in our business are really for me and my life in general has been freedom and flexibility.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I think uh, you doing, you know, quote unquote, the exercise to be able to understand, you know, freedom and flexibility were those core values, a lot of times when we're trying to figure out what to do or not to do, when we have those core values in place, I think it provides you that filter, that exercise so that you can understand, hey, is this something I delegate? Or maybe I could just get Amazon to kind of deliver that. And you don't have to worry about doing all those different things personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack? And you might've already touched on this, but this could be an Apple book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: So that's a good question. And as I was thinking about that, because you know, we had kind of, you sent those questions over. I was like, I don't really know that I have a silver bullet. But one thing that I would say is I use systems in my business, period. And that has helped me um, stay organized and really take my, you know, this personal brand that I have and launch, you know, four businesses and we have, you know, a couple more on the horizon and, you know, it's using the Gmail calendar, using Asana, using a tracking system for all of the PR activities that we're doing, you know, just keeping track of everything, you know, and I have all of these systems set up. So it's not necessarily one system that I would point to and say, that's my silver bullet. It's everything that I have set up in my business. And, you know, one particular app is not going to solve this for you, right? You can use Asana, you can use Trello, you can use just your Gmail calendar, whatever you want to use. But my my suggestion would be is just to stay organized and use whatever system that feels comfortable to you. Whatever one that you like and enjoy, because if, you, if it's easy to you, then you're going to use it on a regular basis and you will have success with it yeah, I mean, the other thing I would kind of add to that is having standard operating procedures or sops.
2: Nice. I absolutely love that hack. You might have already touched on this as well, but I wanted to ask you for what I call now a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would share with your favorite client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: So what I didn't realize when I first started, you know, working and, you know, having my own business and working online, I didn't realize how much marketing was involved. Now, keep in mind, I have a PhD in marketing. (laughs) I worked as a marketing professor. I worked, you know, I ran a marketing department that had $800 million in revenue when I was in corporate marketing. And so I, I know marketing, but I didn't realize how much marketing was involved in running my own business as a CEO. And I would, you know, my golden nugget or my advice to my younger self would be is to, but don't, don't worry about the small things. So let's just say, you know, brand or logo color, you know, your logo or your brand, who cares? Nobody cares. It's not, your product is not going to sell because your logo looks at like X, Y, and Z versus it's just, you know, letters there. Nobody cares about that. They care about how your product's going to help them and how you're going to be able to enhance their life. So all of that, all of your marketing should be focused on communicating to your ideal customer how you you can help them. You know, what is the transformation that they're going to get by, you know, either watching your product or using your product or whatever it is. And, you know, and that would be something that I would you know, remind everybody about is focus on the marketing. You look at your marketing data, look at your sales funnel, continue to tweak and make adjustments where you need to make them.
2: Nice. I absolutely love that, uh, that nugget.
0: Yeah, and the other thing that I would say there is to focus on building your own business assets. You know, Mm. your website, your email list. You need to have a presence on social media, but I wouldn't put a lot of focus on how many followers you have because it's really, to a large extent, it's irrelevant. What's important is the traffic that you're driving to your website and how you're converting that traffic to paying customers. And that really will tell you whether or not your marketing's working.
2: Yeah. And I appreciate you so much in sharing that. And I do you say that? And again, I don't want to put words in your mouth because uh, you kind of don't own those social media platforms, for example, and you can't have more control over like your website and those assets like that. I absolutely love those nuggets. And now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Dr. Destiny, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: So, this is a, a great question. And I think that being a CEO to me means leading a company that is enhancing the value in other people's life. You know, whether that's, you know, for us, our core values, like I mentioned, are freedom and flexibility. So, everything that we do enhances other business owners so that they can have freedom and flexibility in their business and i and i just feel like if if you're not whatever product you have out there if it's not enhancing or helping or entertaining or you know just helping other people achieve what they want to accomplish in life you're probably not going to be in business long right so you know that's the role of the ceo is to make sure that they are creating that value. They're helping others. They're enhancing other people's lives in this world.
2: Absolutely. I, I love that. And I think so many times we look at our core values and sometimes we could just point them inwardly in terms of our team and what we're doing for our team. But I love how you've extended that beyond that and understand that the people that you're working with, you're creating and, and, and elevating those same core values so that they can experience that as well, too. And I think sometimes we forget about the influence that we have, of course, with our team, but a lot of times with our clients and sometimes investors and other people as well, too. So truly appreciate that definition. Appreciate you, of course, for helping clients to do that as well well what i wanted to do is just pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you subscribe to your podcast find out about all the awesome things you and team are working on
0: So I would say for business owners who have been in business for a while, I would just, you know, encourage you to never stop innovating. You know, always talk to your customers, see what they need from you. Uh, You you know, in in our businesses, I feel like we're almost doing it too much, right? I feel like I'm almost pivoting too much here and there. But, you know, it is what it is. So I feel like we always need to be innovating and we always need to be growing. And now if you're just starting out, I would say don't worry about the small stuff. Like I said, we talked about it earlier, don't worry about what your logo looks like. Nobody cares. Don't worry about your brand colors. There's a lot of different palettes that you can pick out there and they're all going to be fine. You know, don't worry about things like that. Just start, you know, put your product out in the marketplace, put your service out in the marketplace, start talking to your customers and with that action will come clarity.
2: Mm, Absolutely love that. And for people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: Uh, My website is destinycop.com. And I'm sure you'll put that link in the show notes. And if you like podcasts and you're interested in creating a digital product, like an online course or a membership, you can listen to the Course Creators MBA podcast where we tell stories of ordinary course creators who own online course and membership businesses. And we just talk about how they got started.
2: Awesome. 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 And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes, just like Dr. Destiny said, but I truly appreciate, you know, that last piece as well, too. Love that you inspire that and remind us of doing that as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Grash.
1: Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I M CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.